0: It's Erica and Liana come join us on Patreon where you can unlock weekly episodes videos and be invited to Patreon exclusive
1: Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast
0: or go to the website www.patreon.com forward slash Night Podcast.
1: You can join for as little as two dollars a month for full access.
0: See you on Patreon.
2: Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. Do. <laughs>
1: it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And today, we have no guests. It's just us. (laughs) Boop!
0: (laughs) We are the guests of honor. (laughs) I'm drinking wine, and I'm Uh, drinking a lot. I want to be drinking. I made the accidental mistake of eating something with hidden onions in it. And my body hates me when I do that. Don't ever feed Erica onions. It's worse for her. She'll die. Not die. What's crazy it's is it's like, it wasn't even, I mean, I don't know. It was like the fourth ingredient, so maybe it was a lot. I'm not sure. Uh, I knew it, too. I had a weird feeling. Cause I, every time I have a feeling, I comment on it before I eat the thing that I'm scared to eat. And I was like... I don't really like these ones. I was like, I wonder why I don't like it. Like, it never smells good to me. That's why I always want to eat the other one. And I was like, "Ah, what was it? You're saying the one, one what? Oh, it they're like field roast sausage. Oh, so the Italian one has onions. My apple smoky one does not. No onion. No onion. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so sad that you can't eat onions.
1: They're so important. Yeah, or
0: leeks. Or shallot. Oh no, shallow. I love, I love, <laughs> Gotta <do> it. <laughs> that is, that's
1: what I'll Gotta say. Do
0: it. My stomach hates me. If I eat like an actual onion, like a few of them, then I'm like up at 2 a.m. and like hurling into a toilet. Where else would you hurl if not a toilet? Dude, I didn't, I almost didn't make it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, hallway. <laughs> huh. Cool story. It was, like, cool. gonna <laughs> <laughs> go. I made it. I remember being so thankful when that happened, like, five months ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I have no concept of time anymore. Um, I remember being, like, oh, I'm so happy I cleaned the toilets last, like, yesterday. <laughs> they were, like, <laughs> freshly scrubbed. And I was, like, yes.
1: Nothing worse than being, like, I'm going to
0: vomit. And you're, like, oh, I'm going to vomit and now because it... the toilet's even just just so gross. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that happen where it's, like... From being, like, having, like, too, too much vino. Mm. And I'm like, I gotta get rid of this. This is to go. And then I'm like, but I don't know if I really have to, like, throw up. It's one of those things, like, before bed, if I'm like, am I gonna feel sick once I lay down? And then it's like, maybe. Gotta make that adult decision. find out I am. And then, yeah, and then go into the bathroom and it's like, this is gonna be rough. because If toilet is yuck. Mm-hmm. Not that the toilet is disgusting, for the record. But there's... You don't want to... Think of it as a toilet while you're using it. You know what I mean?
1: You don't want to see remnants from another
0: meal. I don't need that. I'm already in a bad way. No one needs this. Uh, uh, Wine's such a good time. As I drink it now, it is a good time. Ready to go. Wine tasting again. I miss that. Ah. There are a lot of wineries that do
1: it, like, outside, though, so I feel like there are safe ways of doing it.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the one time we've gone out during the pandemic is uh, wine, and we were way away from anybody. The thing that sucked, I don't know if it's the same now, it might not be, is uh, you have to, like, reserve your spot mm-hmm. and then... You have to get food with it. Like, they have food, even though this is a place that normally never has food, but they have to, like, give you, like, an apple and some chips and, like, a weird sandwich that clearly, like, the husband or wife who owns the place made, because they're, like, not, like, pre-made, like, looking. Um, which, fine, whatever. We don't eat any of it anyway, because it's always, like, chicken salad. I'm, like, I'm never touching this. But, um... I was going to say, so when you do that, when you get the lunch, you get, like, you have to buy a bottle with it, too.
2: Mm, mm -hmm.
0: And then it's like, oh, we're having a good time. We killed this bottle fast. We want to buy another one. You can't. What? Everything has to be prepaid during the pandemic. What? That is doom. We were not happy. And then Bobby's, like, told the guy, he's like, well can't i just make a reservation for like two hours from now and then buy the wine and we're just here and he's like no we're not allowed to do that he's like why it's literally the same thing makes no sense and he's like so if we but we could have pre-bought two and that would have been fine and he said yeah what does not make sense i feel like that guy must have been that guy's like first day on the job He no, went. he was like is one of the been around there forever guys. Mm. Ah, we were not pleased. It was early. Well, on. I think kind early of, on maybe in the that's pandemic
1: why. when things were kind of like reopening tentatively, like they were everybody that was reopening was probably being scrutinized heavily. So they were just, yeah, like they were all scared. Following all the rules to a T and
0: yeah, it was a bummer though. I was like, come on. That's why you got to bring like pocket wine just in case. I didn't know. Well, now, times are just now, strange. you
1: know, pocket wine.
0: <laughs> My favorite. I didn't know that was a
1: thing, but should make it a thing.
0: Should has to be now. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> do you have news for me? I do, indeed. Oh. Mm. This is a news I enjoy because it involves ghosts. Um, I hate it then. It's a good time. Nah. There were two guys who are, consider themselves urban explorers, so they kind of go around, like, wherever they live and whatnot and find, like, abandoned places to explore. That are of Spookies. Super spooks. And they were at one. It was a, like, abandoned nursing home in England. Oh, no. they're walking around it. And they accidentally capture footage. So... The facility was shut down in 2015, so it's not, like, super long ago. Mm-mm. It's not like a Allegheny, like, one or something sure. that's been shut down for a while. But, whatever, five years-ish. And um, this place is really well known for being horrible. They treated their residents no, and everyone there so badly that it was dubbed that. the, I know, nursing home from hell.
2: Oh, uh, It wow. was like,
0: they said it was just so unsettling. They don't list it. I didn't look into it cause I don't want to know. Nope. It's sad. So, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible place. Um, so, they're walking through the facility and they're kind of looking at, like, the creepy state that this, like, building's been left in. Mm-hmm. They're, like, at the bottom of the staircase and, like, two stories up. I think it's on the third floor. E- okay. So, it's like, there's the staircase going up and there's, like, a little sliver of what would be the top floor. Okay. And it's dark up there. And then there's, like, the wall, um, and there's this person basically just standing there. Nope. You can't really make out, like, features, but you do see a perfect There's, like, a figure. Yeah, and they stand there and they kind of sidestep and back and forth a couple times and then walk behind that wall. It's awful. Um, so they're kind of both, like, in the video, like, what in the hell is this? because these guys are not really like paranormal hunters they just like to go look at abandoned places um so they didn't really like know what to do and uh they're like hello because they think there's somebody out there um <laughs> like what like are you okay um they thought maybe it was just like a like a squatter or mm-hmm. something and uh so they kind of debate for a couple seconds like are you going up there or am i going up there One of them goes up there, and uh, when he's up there, there's no one up there, and there's apparently nowhere that this figure—if it was a person—could have gotten out. Ugh, Um, I would have made you go investigate because I wouldn't do it. We gotta go, same time. No, we gotta. We gotta. You gotta. No, you gotta do it. Otherwise, I'll tell it to attack you, not me. What the hell? Now you'll have boo. Um, yeah, so he said initially they didn't think it was like a ghost or anything. They just thought, yeah, it was a person. But then later they were like, wait. They couldn't have gotten Where? out of that Where floor. Where did he go? What happened? What's happening? Um, it's a really creepy town video. We can put a link, Send I guess. Send me the um, video because
1: I saw the link and I didn't watch it because I got
0: spooked. I like that they are not paranormal investigators, and they're just two dudes looking doodling in around. places. Yeah, basically. Two dudes doodling. Oh, my goodness. Doodling. And <laughs> that somehow makes it more, like, legit to me, right? Because mm-hmm. they're just ex- oh, 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 oh. No, I just He kind of wavers uh, back and forth a little, right? And then it's yeah. like, it's like he's trying to decide if he should go downstairs and say hi. He's like, or, uh, mm, uh, uh, mm. nah, no COVID, gotta, gotta stay back. Social <laughs> distance,
2: guys. <laughs> it's creepy. Oh, and they show like
1: four times in slow-mo. No, <laughs> get it out of here. Click away, away. I
0: hate it. Away with you. Mm-hmm. So... See, Ghost? that's sad
1: though, because if it's like a nursing home, then maybe it's somebody that just wants
0: some company. Maybe. That makes me sad. Maybe. It's weird. Yeah, I would want to go back if I were them. That's a debatable choice for me. <laughs> you gotta at least hide a hidden camera up there. <laughs> Try to catch Get the feed. <laughs> <laughs> Live feeds scare me, because you always, in, like, horror movies, the person always sees the camera. Oh, I know. And it's not like they're walking around and then they accidentally see it. They always, like, creepy walk up, not looking at it, and then just perfectly look up at the camera like, I'm psychic, I know it's here. And then oh, they yeah. just, like, get closer
1: to the camera and you're like, please move back,
0: back yeah, up, back like, up. like, ew, get out of here. <laughs> That's gross. like, no thank you. I hate that. How do they know? I mean, they don't know the camera. Because if it's Not a ghost, like that,
1: how do uh, they sense things? They're like, this is yeah. unnatural to my ghostly
0: presence. I'm going to man. Scare. In the, what was it? In the uh, in the jungle grudge? Is Bloody that jungle? it? Where she's in the hallway, <laughs> and the girl is going in the hospital. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it the hospital or is it her apartment no, it's complex? Like an apartment it's her, complex. her creepy like apartment an complex that looked like a freaking hospital. Yeah. Oh man. That, I, that scared me, that scene. I didn't need that. Zagraj. Zagraj. <laughs> I didn't need that. Mm-mm. I didn't need that girl walking down that hallway. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> could she go through walls and shit? How did she? Because I don't think she could get in her room, could she? Because she was, like, scrambling the locket or something. Uh- no.
1: I feel How like when they feel like when they screw with the locks and stuff, they're just doing that to make you more scared because they can really get through it. I I really feel. But like, could
0: she in that movie? I she don't like came know. through the ceiling. How did she get out there? I, don't know. I thought she was bound to that house because of all the like bullshit that happened there.
2: Mm, <laughs> I don't remember. You know what I didn't like?
0: What? I didn't care for the little kid. He was not scary. No, nah, he was dumb. annoying. He was very he annoying. Here. Ruining the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't find her walking down the stairs to be the, scarce, the, the scares. The scares to be scary. The scares. That's good. <laughs> but that wasn't scary. I just thought it was cool. I was like, good for you. Yeah, man. Like, I like okay. contort like that. Yeah, that's fun. She or does in yoga. In the hallway, though. Mm-mm. Take that away. <laughs> I don't need that. Edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need that at all. <laughs> Do you remember the movie with the, uh, it's like it came out at the same time, but a little bit after where, uh, the ring, I don't remember who was in it, but, uh, maybe it's called shutter. I don't know, but it's when the person is taking the camera, like pictures and, uh, that one was a little spooky. And then I remember it falling apart at the end and being really stupid. It is really stupid. Maybe I, I think I only like like the first 10 or 15 minutes. And also Uh, another one that's really bad. Polaroid. I don't... Did I see that one? I not that know, Nobody. Oh, okay. I don't know if I saw it. It's more recent. You know what I don't speaker. like that also came out at that time? What? Is uh, <laughs> the one where, like, technology, like, takes them all over and they have to yeah. <laughs> turn off all their cell phones or, like, the ghosts are going to get them and it's some weird <laughs> allegory for technology is calling off. <laughs> and they had <have> to like <laughs> paper all of the windows and shit and the city is like dead. <laughs> Do you remember this horror no, movie? No, it sounds terrible it and stupid. So, so stupid. <laughs> Wait, is it called Cell? Not the cell with uh,
1: oh, what's her face? No, don't no. even
0: get me started on J-Lo. No, no, no. no. I think it was
1: <laughs> called Cell. Just Was it called Cellular? Maybe that.
0: I think it was. Shit, I don't know. I think there yeah. are
1: some really shitty horror movies. And I feel God, like you and I are going to have to watch bad. all of them together.
0: <laughs> that movie. Ugh.
1: Wait, before I tell my news, I think I need to just share. Because mm. we've shared with our Patreon peeps. And um, my husband and I have were in escrow for a house. And I'm moving to be near Erica.
0: I almost said you're moving to North America. <laughs> <laughs> That's not accurate.
2: You're
1: moving to North Well, California. I, I am moving from somewhere in North America to
0: another place
1: in North America. <laughs> I'm moving to oh NorCal, me. folks. I'm going to move hey. back home. But actually, this time, I'm going to be closer to Erica than I've ever mm. lived in the past. <laughs> and I am. Aren't you
0: all jealous? I'm just so excited.
1: So that means me that... We're going to be recording differently very soon.
0: we got to figure mm-hmm. that shit out.
1: But anyway, I'm just really excited. Because Me that too. means that we can watch shitty horror movies together.
0: Oh, it's a good time. I love shitty horror movies. Well, our better.
1: grumpy husbands can watch Fast and the Furious uh, over and over and over mm. together. Mm. And The Office over and over and over together.
0: Bobby loved horror movies until he met me because I watch them too much. <laughs> and so then now he's like overloaded; he can't <laughs> process. His only rule is he no watching horror movies. I mean, even though we break it constantly because he knows I want to watch them, but he hates watching them when it's dark out because like or the best close time to bed. To watch it. I know we can't daytime watch, and he's like, that's the point though because. It's less scary. It's not <laughs> as spooky if you watch it in the daytime. I will say, for me, and I know people don't agree, Mm-mm. but Hereditary was scary during the day. Hereditary is just... Oh. I felt weird. I felt weird on the couch, just alone. It was pre, pre-Esme. pre and I was like, that's a great boy. <laughs> This is the sound of her head
1: hitting that telephone pole, I think is the most Whack. horrible sound
0: in the world. <laughs> the it is not good. Uh-uh. I don't care much for that body floating up to the treehouse. <laughs>
2: Whoa.
0: <laughs> Get that out of here too. Float. Just stay in there. Shut the door once you go in, please. <laughs> So many things happen in the last, like, 15 or 20. It's like, ew, attic things, not good. And then it's like, Mr. Gabriel lit on fire. What? Oh, no. There's just a lot. This could have been stopped because we knew this was going to happen. Guys, what do you think of Hereditary?
1: And then it's like, okay, now I'm
0: processing that. (sighs) Let me take a moment. There's people who are straight up naked in the shadows. Yeah, the, the naked people really just made me like,
1: oh, no. No. It's like,
0: no, they're everywhere.
1: Unexpected nakedness. I just think it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I felt weird. Like we were watching what was it? Euro Trip. And I thought it was so funny because I had, f- had not seen that movie in forever. And they end up at a nude beach where there's like only men. And I remember thinking like, oh, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh no. <laughs> no, I don't wanna see this.
0: It was unexpected. Uh. What me like? I I always think it's funny when it's uh, guys doing nude scenes because they never show the front. It's always buns only mm-hmm. for the most part, and it's just so funny when you know they're panning out after like it's like they've taken everything off, and then you're like realizing the camera's panning to show the buns, and it's like so stupid. <laughs> Get out of here, with these bun shots. <laughs> really. Or he like turns right at too, the last like... couple
1: of seconds, so that all you get is like full-on buns, <laughs> not the surprise like, dawn is... show. And
0: I love it when like the person's looking at them if there's someone else in the room, mm. and it's like, what is he
2: doing?
1: <laughs> so I would be the most awkward actor because I'd be like, they would be like, okay, Liana, we need you to look down at their junk, and you're, I'd be like, I can't, so I'm just gonna start laughing. <laughs>
0: matter what? It's a posy play. Can't do it. I'm not sorry. Oh well, indeed.
1: All right, that was a tangent. Um. (laughs) Okay, my news. (laughs) My news is going to carry us into our main, our main Mm -hmm. course for tonight. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Erica found these newsles. Actually, there's two of them, but I'm going to kind of mush them into one. Mm -hmm. Apparently, relatively recently, there have been two newscasters appearing on like one in France and then another guy I think was in Russia she was talking on the news and then something like you know they show stuff like like, their background is like a cityscape well in her cityscape a UFO basically zips behind her head and then disappears it should have come out on the other side it did not and then the guy it was like this weird kind of Really, f- his was
0: slow. Moving. Yeah, his was really
1: slow moving, and it was kind of like this pulsing light that kind of moved slowly but erratically, like not in a straight line, just kind of like up, over, up, almost like stair-stepped its way through.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then it just kind of blinks out. Aliens seem to be popping up more and more lately. Erica Especially is most that. unhappy. <laughs> yeah, pilots. That's important. Oh yeah, that pilot in New Mm -mm. Mexico—that's gotta go.
1: (laughs) When you told me about
0: that, I was like, "Oh no,
1: Erica, she's so sad."
0: I hate it. I hate it. Do you hate it? It's no good. (laughs) That—that cannot be.
2: (laughs) It's gotta go somewhere else. Stay
0: in New Mexico. Don't come to California. We don't want you here. Mm. Mm -mm. Some people do, though. Well, then they should go to New Mexico. Oh. Leave.
1: (laughs) But you promised me that we'll be able to go to Sedona and do the UFO UFO tour. We can do that. Okay.
0: Because
2: it's Sedona. I'll go to the
1: Sedons. Because it's, like, safe because it's Sedona.
2: Mm -hmm. You feel safe.
1: (laughs) 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 One day, damn it. (laughs) Okay. So, shall we talk about... I mean, there's really nothing more for my story other than yeah it's just creepy it's just creepy i hate it i love it that's great it's horrible i love it it's good times so we're going to talk about somebody who had a lifetime of ufo history the weird thing is i was telling erica about this like we found this article it's fairly recent and i searched for this woman and on a brief cursory glance you can't really find her story anywhere else so we wanted to share this with you um Yeah, it's a little odd that... Her story hits here only,
0: at Mysterious Universe. Yeah. How did he score this interview there? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that discredits her necessarily. No, no. almost makes it more credible (laughs) to me, because I'm like, why? 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 Why?
1: All right, so we're going to tell the story of Laura Clark. She is now 62 years old. Um, She was born in Arkansas, and... Her childhood was um, an army brat childhood, so she didn't stay in one place for very long. Um, Her father, Al, was in the army, and her sister, Barb, and her mom, Joe, all moved with Al from base to base, and they started in Fort Benning, Georgia, went to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. What's up, Liz? I know that's (laughs) near your house. (laughs) And then finally, they went to Fairbanks, Alaska. I guess it was in Alaska where she would... uh, Go down the road into her weird UFO world. But it, it first began in the summer after a big earthquake had hit Anchorage in 1963. And Alaska was in the midst of one of its periods of perpetual daylight, which I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. I really,
0: I one million percent could not. I
1: really need nighttime. Like, I, uh, I need dark. I mean, I have an no, eye me. mask, and that's fine, but I like dark. I like stars, damn it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I agree. Um, So one evening, it was bright as day outside, and as her mother put her and Barb to bed, closing the blinds to keep the um, (laughs) stupid sunlight out, (laughs) it was as the two young girls were lying in the gloom that night that would take a turn for the outlandish and she would experience her first abduction. This is what she says happened. Fuck. Fuck. That's
0: not what she said. (laughs) Sorry. That's what
1: I said. So this is from Laura directly. One night, my sister Barbara was already asleep in the bed next to me. My parents had gone to bed too, and all was quiet. As I lay there trying to sleep, I suddenly noticed a figure out in the hall move past my door towards the window. I assumed it was Mom. But then someone pulled back the curtain and light flooded the hallway. When this happened, I saw several small thin, gray, and she has, quote, people, in quotes, uh, with large, black, slanted eyes staring into my room. I was surprised and just stared back at them.
0: What, yeah. would, what would you do, Eric? Uh, if I was that little uh-huh. and this was happening, I'd grab one of my 400 flashlights that I kept in my bed. <laughs> I would turn it on, shine it at them, and scream for my mom. Brenda would kill him. Yeah, they would not know what was coming from.
1: <laughs> Your mom is a little scary lady.
0: <laughs> she would annihilate them.
1: One day people will hear her speak. Hungry. <laughs> um, okay. So she just stared back. Uh, I had never seen anything like them before. The most we were allowed to watch on TV was Romper Room. I don't know what that is. And cartoons. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: I looked at Barb, and she was sound asleep. Our twin beds were pushed together as and i was closest to the window then i watched and it, as an invisible force pulled the covers off of her and she floated out of bed and into a standing position her
0: go <laughs>
2: float it's gross
0: enough to be like laying down float i don't want to see stand up float <laughs> that's even creepier. dead man's float like blah. <laughs> uh
1: her eyes were still closed then i felt myself being floated off the bed and into a standing position oh god
2: can you imagine, imagine?
1: "'Barb was floated upright, hovering a few inches above the floor, out of the room, and toward the stairs. "'I was also moved this way toward the stairs. "'The thin gray people moved around us, and one accompanied each of us. "'As I was positioned at the top of the stairs, I knew I had to move my legs to step down, "'and I found myself making bicycle motions with my legs as I tried to go downstairs. "'Suddenly, the first voice I heard was coming from the one next to me. "'His mouth did not move, but I heard his thoughts.' He said, you don't have to do that. We will do it for you. So I stopped moving my legs. Dumbass. And I felt as I was being floated downstairs without ever touching the steps. As we floated slowly down through the living room, my sister in a gray disappeared around the corner into the kitchen. Side note. Okay, so they're going down the stairs. Do you think that they just floated straight down and hovered above the stairs? Or do you think they went... Shoot and then hovered slowly down each step, <laughs> oh, like made
0: the the ninety degree like movement yeah. in the air.
2: <laughs> that would be wild. I feel
0: like that would. I be imagine weird. like escalator Boom. style. Fine. All right.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Um. As we floated slowly slowly through the living room, my sister and a gray disappeared around the corner to the kitchen. I realized
2: that
1: that these people were shorter than my mom, who was five feet, two inches tall. My dad was six feet, two inches tall, so I knew what a difference in height that was. I then asked him, are you people like us? He answered, no, we are non-human living beings. After that, I did not remember anything more about the experience, except that mm-hmm. from that day threw up
0: everywhere like
1: I would. <laughs> except that from that day on, Barbara was never the same again. She became angry, defensive, stubborn, and a brat to put it bluntly.
0: <laughs> wow, shots fired. That's the that's the takeaway. My sister sucks the more end. now. Aliens <laughs> made her mean, <laughs> hard. Poor Barb's. Poor Babs. Um. Okay. Laura would keep this experience to herself for Trey long. She was feeling like she really wasn't supposed to tell anybody. Yeah, because they telepathically put supplanted that thought into her brain. Plus, they made Barbara totally be so like you
1: don't yeah. know what they'll do to
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it wouldn't be until decades later that she would learn from her sister that she had indeed been awake during the incident. She was just faking sleepy. Unfortunately for her, this was not to be the last strange experience that the family would endure. Mm. Oh, poor, poor, poor people. After her father left the military, he got a job as a corrections uh, personnel director, and the family would move from place to place every year or two. It's so horrible. So, um, still moving around. Would you would think, like, oh, I'm safe. Like, they won't know where I am. Like, oh, I, I guess could... that's fair. Right? Like, in one way, it might be good, but it didn't matter. At one point, they found themselves living in Davenport, Iowa, and it was there that she would have her second disgusting, horrible experience. I figure if they can float you down the stairs... You're just you're they're gonna be found. Yeah. Oh, the things they can do. Oh my goodness. Okay they discuss later. <laughs> so she said when we first moved to Iowa, I had my second abduction experience. I was about seven. She's a baby. We lived in a brand new housing development. Our house butted up. Oh my goodness. Against a deep. Oh my, goodness, Ravine. oh my goodness. Hello, Iowa. On the other side was an (laughs) elementary school. (laughs) Our small... Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Backyard had a swing set between the house and the (laughs) aforementioned ravine. (laughs) One night, I was suddenly aware that I was outside floating through the air in the dark. So, she didn't even have the, like, precursor of I'm in bed this is happening now she just wakes up she floating. came to floating outside in the dark hell no i was coming down towards the backyard i could see the roof and swing set below me next to the ravine i was moved in the direction of our back sliding glass door next thing i knew i was rudely woken up by a very hard painful slap on my behind oh <sighs> my goodness My parents never spanked me, so I was tensed up in fear and laid there holding as still as I could. I became aware that I was on top of my blankets and on my stomach, with my nightgown pulled up above my waist. I was thankful my underwear was still on, but I felt very exposed and very vulnerable in the glow of the nightlight. Then she heard a strange sound. I knew my mom's normal footsteps and her leather loafers, but this was not her. What I heard was if someone was holding her tiny size five shoes in their hands and slapping them on the floor in a fake walking sound. Ew. That part is so creepy. That is so When horrible. I read this a few days ago, that part, fucking gross, dude. Because it's like they're like, oh, I, 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 there's so many things I don't like about it. It's like they're assuming that if, just because she's seven, she can't put what is normal or not normal sounding together which i don't like and it's almost like these aren't like the a-team of aliens that are coming to abduct her who have been (laughs) doing it forever she has like the misfit crew who's like oh shit we forgot that we need to have uh you know an excuse to make her feel safe oh go get the mom's shoes quick her mom's walking like that's like something like (laughs) that's like so stupid i hate it and get out of my mom's closet you weirdos ew you're sick leave joe alone (laughs) get out of here i listened as it moved out of my room into the short hall and into my parents room uh i heard their closet door slide open and the shoes were dropped loudly and the door slid shut so they're like oh she can't hear us around the corner (laughs) get rid of those shoes (laughs) totally totally bought it guys (laughs) Am I right? A few seconds later, I became really scared when I heard two robotic, mechanical-sounding voices having a conversation oh, in the oh. hall between the bedrooms. You have to remember, this is before home computers, before push-button phones and all that. It's 1965. This was nothing I had ever heard before. It was all kinds of beeps and tones. One would beep, boop, ding. There'd be a pause, and the other would boop, ding, beep, click. Don't like clicking and whirring sounds, Like a weird mechanical conversation. I was terrified. After that stopped, I still lay there for a long time until I saw the sun coming up. I got up some nerve and scrambled up under my covers and turned on my back so I could see if anything was coming at me. I saw my sister sound asleep in her bed across the room.
2: (laughs) What the fuck?
0: So it's like, they really were like, done at that point. Let's make her think like everything she's heard was it was just, just my, my mom, mom checking on me. Even though my cover, and, even though my, my nightgown is up above my butt. Yeah, and I'm, like, on my stomach on top of my covers. Like, this is weird. And then they have a conversation probably about, yeah, we're fine here, right? We don't need to go through the rest of the checks. No? Cool. Cool. <laughs> you totally Let's right, watch totally, that totally did movie. not have the A-team on her. No, they can't have the conversation the there marathon. in the hallway. If she can hear the shoes, guys, she hears you. Oh my god. You, you dumbs, aren't you supposed to talk like telepathically to each other? Why are you clicking? Maybe go she had more home. than just one type of alien after her. This is a different one. Mm, I think they're all the same, you find out later. There's one weirdo outlier one, mm. and it is not cool well okay let's go on so
1: this is very terrifying stuff obviously for a seven-year-old and for any human i would be horrified Mm. i would have peed Mm. you probably would have tried to murder somebody
0: needs to be burned
1: (laughs) and for weeks obviously poor laura was jumpy and nervous and like looking at the sliding glass door and her mom noticed her being a weirdo but her laura refused to tell her what happened because she felt like she wasn't allowed to tell her yeah she explained to the interviewer that she had this unshakable sense that she uh, that if she were to tell anyone somebody something bad would happen to her or her family. So, great. Sad. So she's working under this threat. So this had not been directly said to her by the entities that she had encountered, but it always stuck with her and kept her from saying anything about her experiences. It is an in- he says this is an interesting detail as many contactees describe a similar sensation of not being able to tell anyone what has happened to them
0: so interesting it's very much like victims of of abuse or rape victims like you know um well you know that's why a lot of them say that ufo encounters
1: are really like childhood abuse things because oh like like yeah like your brain turns it into something else yeah, to to deal with it Mm -hmm. better yep which is really horrible and fucked up yeah um yeah. So anyway, she continues on, and that all seemed all things seem to go back to normal. And the family ends up moving to Anamosa, and then McGregor, Iowa, before finally settling in Delavan, Wisconsin. It was there that she would have her most intense and terrifying experience yet. Mm. Ugh! It happened in 1967 when she was nine on an otherwise warm and pleasant evening in her home. Okay, so this is what she says. This is my most intense abduction that happened up until that point. Our lives were very simple, pretty much boring, except for these random abductions. (laughs) That's not not boring. (laughs) (laughs) My life was boring. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was about 1967 when I was nine. We lived in a two-story house with a one-car garage and a narrow driveway, close to the house next door. All of the abductions seemed to happen in the warmer months. That's an interesting... Thing to know.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, one night, I was woken up by an extremely bright white light. I thought at first, they installed a new street light because it was not at all like sunshine. But then I heard a voice. It sounded almost like an electronic little girl's voice. And so they've
0: upgraded their tech. <laughs>
1: oh. Yep. <laughs> it was high-pitched and horribly echoed in my room. It said, isn't Ugh. the light pretty? Do you want to come and play in the light? I thought, oh, no, I have school tomorrow. I <laughs> like how that's your thought instead of like, oh my God, leave me alone. They'll buy that, right? I can't miss school. I'd be like, fuck school. Uh, but I got out of bed to see where the light was coming from. I went to my window, which was facing the driveway. It was cracked open a couple of inches for fresh air. When I looked out, I realized the light was not on the street side, but coming from above our garage. I could see a very bright white beam of light coming from something above the garage roof. It was very distinct in its beginning and sides. I could see the stars that the stars were blocked out in the shape of a wide circle around the beam, maybe 25 to 30 feet across. The light came down from the very center of it. As I was trying to figure out what this was, I felt my body start to kind of tingle, and then I realized that my whole body was vibrating apart. It literally felt as if every cell in my body was being vibrated apart, vibrated apart from each other, and I felt myself slowly being moved from inside my room, literally through the glass window, wood frame, and all, and put together on the other side.
0: Yuck. Holy shit. Because now it's like what, you have no defense now. You can't hide anywhere. It's is like
1: Wonka Vision. That's what they did to Mike TV. Mm-hmm. Anybody? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hanging. was <laughs> outside, hanging above my driveway <sighs> in midair. Then I was pulled upwards toward the bottom of the black circle to the left of the beam of light. I remember being raised up into a sort of hatch over the over to the left side of the beam of light. That's crazy because usually in movies and in descriptions you get pulled into the beam of light, whereas she yep. just gets yanked into some trapdoor, which makes me also mm-hmm. think that you know, like you were saying, she's got the
0: non A team, um, right? Or it's like maybe the light's always been just to light shit up, mm-hmm. <laughs> or to act <laughs> like, like a
1: like a like a bug zapper light, where it kind of mm-hmm. like freezes you, where you're like Egh.
0: ugh nasty
1: uh, so she says I could see the sidewall to my left I was turned to the right and moved down a long curving hallway the entire place was made of some kind of silver metal the hallway had a flat floor but to my right to, but the wall to my right curved like an arch so that if you went too far to the right you would hit your head the hall curved around to the, towards the left too as if you were walking in a large circle as I was floated along down this long hall, I passed by several doorways. No doors were visible, but I could see each room was pie-shaped, like a slice of pie, mm-hmm. <laughs> narrow on the opposite side of the doorway, oh. <laughs> narrow on the opposite side from the doorway, but flat, like a bite was taken off of the end. So I came up to about the third doorway. I saw ahead of me a big room that opened into what looked like a control room with a small seat and some sort of dials and gauges and small screens mm. or something. Before I could take it all in, I was turned into the last of the small rooms to my left. It was pie-shaped like the others, but had a small le- metal-looking exam table, like in a doctor's office. I was laid on the table. Then I realized that several of the gray beings I had seen five at five years old were moving into the room and surrounding me. I got a little scared then, but somehow I felt like it's them.
0: So it was somehow familiar. <sighs> it's the same weirdos. You can go ahead. Five years... As if this wasn't eerie and frightening enough, uh, Laura explains that she then became suddenly aware of a presence in the room with them that was completely evil. And although her body was completely paralyzed, she was able to move her head just enough to look around to some degree and try to pinpoint where the feeling of utter dread was coming from. She then saw two of the gray beings flanking a completely different type of entity. This one... Super not human looking. It was standing six feet tall and looked like a praying oh, mantis. Oh, no. It's awful. It's completely black in color. She felt it was somehow their leader. Oh. And this abomination utterly repelled her and filled her with a sharp dread and like anything she'd ever experienced before. Which is saying something because she's been through some, some shit. shit. Seriously, that is... <laughs> no. Not good. Just as a wave of terror threatened to overwhelm her, panels on the walls at that moment filled with a soft blue light that reminded her of fish tanks stacked on top of each other hmm. and had an instantly calming effect on her. However, her ordeal was not over yet, and this is what happened next. Oh. It's scary... If you were her, on top of everything else being scary, but then it's like, ooh, this blue light's making me feel this way. Why do they want me to be forcefully calm? What are they about to do that is going to wig me out?
1: This makes me. uh, I'm I'm just so weirded out because it's like, do they have the grays because they can do telepathic shit?
0: Is that oh maybe like 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 what they're like the workers? Do they have a hold on them?
1: Yeah. Like, or like the workers, like they are the workers mm-hmm. and the pray, praying mantises are manti? how do you, is the Mantises? Uh, Whatever. I
0: don't know.
1: Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm wondering if that's their relationship.
0: Mm, I don't like it.
1: I don't either. Sorry. Continue.
0: It's awful. I, I, it's truly I have, I have questions the worst thing ever. I don't know if
1: I want to know the answer to because I never horrible. want to know.
0: Okay. Unless it involves how to murder them all. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that one. I need that answer. okay a while later she says a figure appeared in the doorway as I turned my head to the right I hate this part too it's really gross Which (laughs) I was amazed to see a little girl gray being fine okay that's cool she was smaller maybe three and a half feet tall but had long very thin and wispy black hair I don't know why that weirds
1: me out but like it It gets
0: weirder this gets weirder this whole part Her eyes were slanted and all black, but a little smaller than the others. I was not afraid of her and somehow felt she was telling me she was my sister.
2: Uh, And she even
0: looked more like me than my real sister. uh, Barbara had short, light, dirty blonde hair with blue eyes, a turned up nose and round face. I had long black hair huh, and olive green eyes. Somehow I felt this gray being was in fact genetically my sister.
2: Uh, wow. I wondered
0: if my parents had also been taken by the grays in the past. Later, I was brought back into my bedroom, again by moving right through the window, like teleported, pixelated Mike grossness. TV. Got it. Yuck. Mmm. I was floated onto my bed, stomach down again. My body was then pulled by the invisible, invisible force into a certain position. I was then told that I would have trouble sleeping from now what? on. And I should put myself in this position from then on to help me fall asleep. I have had to do this ever since. And I've been plagued by severe insomnia That's for the horrible. rest of my life. Isn't that shitty? It's like, okay, like, are you Like me?
1: you. And mm, sleeping's not going to be your friend. Yeah, but
0: like in this kind of little position-y thing and it should help a little bit. it will take the edge off of your horrible trauma. It's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, it's the worst. And like... I feel like there's a better way they could have done that for her. Like, instead of saying, like, hey, you will, no matter what, never be able to sleep again, but this might help, how about leave the first part out and just say, like, hey, if you ever feel like you can't sleep in the future, do this. It will help. Yeah. There's... Don't, like, implant in her psyche. Exactly. I can never change this because they problems. said so. It's
1: like, don't tell me that I'm going to have problems. Just tell me what I can do to try to maybe prevent those
2: problems.
0: Yeah. Like, little reverse psychology It is, guys. Laura has told me that this incident in particular has caused her a ton of health issues that still stick with her to this day. She is an insomniac, as well as her eyes suddenly shaking from left to right. Oh. It's so scary. And her left foot occasionally drags as if it just doesn't respond to her.
1: Oh, my God. It's
0: awful. So they were
1: fucking with her spine.
0: Yeah. At the time, she also became morose and had anxiety about praying mantis. It's like, What a yeah. shock. That's not I would too. To me at all. And her mind constantly raced trying to sense, make sense of everything. Which oh my god, she found herself fascinated by these beings. She constantly daydreamed about them when she was at school, and it affected her grades. Um this was the third abduction incident. Um she felt like she needed to tell her parents like more than ever, but she still felt like she couldn't. Because um, of that weird unspoken like command that they had put in her mind um but this time she was like no i'm doing it she overrode that and she told them they told her it's just a bad dream of course (sighs) yeah even as they told her it was all in her head she still felt somehow that her mom knew more than she was letting on and this would turn out to not be the last of her strange journey Laura's next abduction, she has another Uh one, happened some years later, she's 14 now at this time, and her parents are also divorced, and she was living with her dad in Chicago along with her sister, and on this evening, things were tray normal, and she was getting ready to go to bed, she had the radio going, and, or she had, was looking forward to like a radio program, Mm. so she got up to go to the bathroom to brush her teeth, Mm. and that's when shit got weird Mm. want me to read this yeah it's gross so
1: she says (laughs) hey it's also i didn't get this far so now i'm kind of nervous (laughs) she says i was wide awake and went into the bathroom to get ready but as i opened my bedroom door to go back into my room i noticed my light was off which was strange I knew I'd left it on mm-hmm. so as I stepped into my room and closed the door I suddenly became very weak and tired and it hit me like a ton of bricks I stumbled over to my bed and fell into it and I thought what's going on I laid on my back and noticed that my closet light was on but the folding doors were shut
0: <gasps> uh, again they I like are, are so, so
1: gross,
0: stupid too wow. like oh, let's hide in the closet she'll never know we're in here
1: <laughs> leave the light guys
0: <laughs> you left the light on Ew!
1: Oh, she had the stupid <laughs> aliens following her. So obviously dumb she knew dumb. that shit wasn't right, and then she watched as, of course, one of the doors slid open. Hate hey, oh, it! That moment that must have been is the worst. Like it makes me so psychotic. There's a psychotic. door behind me, so i have like mad anxiety about that. <sighs> uh, but at least my cat's in here with me, so she'll protect me. So anyway, Mm -hmm. um, so she thought her sister, goddammit, Barbara, was trying to scare me. But then she was like, also thinking to herself, why do I feel so weak and tired? And then I saw who was in the closet and my heart sank. It was a gray. It was her team of idiots. B team. (laughs) So they had found me again. I passed out and the next thing I remember was floating over the condo buildings in the dark and down towards our front door. Horrible. Yeah. I don't remember what happened the rest of the night until they brought me back. That's what pisses me off about these experiences. I hate not remembering things. So they brought me back into the trailer as the sun was just coming up. They had come at 10 p.m. when Lance walked down to bed and now it was sunrise. Who's Lance?
2: Hmm.
0: I'm going to say it's a puppy. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Because it's not her dad. Her dad is Um, Yeah. I was
1: aware of floating... Back through the door and down the hall toward the bedroom, I noticed my clothes were all stuck to me like I was vacuum sealed and I felt very cold and clammy. When I was brought to the bedroom, they set me down on the floor and I could feel the invisible force leave me and my clothes fell away from my body again like a vacuum section had left. I was standing there, realizing that the trees were suddenly blowing around the trailer like a huge wind came up. Then I heard helicopters coming from a distance. I remember thinking, I need a witness someone who can confirm this. Then the light beam shut off from above my roof, and the craft moved swiftly off, and the trees stopped blowing. I immediately heard three low-flying helicopters follow it directly over my trailer. I did not see them, but I heard them clearly. One, two, three, then silence. I tore my clothes off and crawled into bed, exhausted. I I slept hard for a good 12 hours. So once again, she never told anybody about this, and of course it stuck with her for years, and... It seemed for a while that the whole situation was over, and they were gonna finally leave her alone. And then, when Laura was twenty three, she was living in a heavily wooded rural area. I've got an idea. Maybe just start living in like New York City, <laughs>
0: like, like Manhattan. She needs somebody like handcuffed to her at all times. <laughs> Handcuff yourself to the bed at night. I guess they can like vapor teleport you though. So it's no point.
1: Her husband is Lance oh okay okay so she was living with her new husband lance in upstate new york um and they had a two year old son named morgan and although health issues and she was only 23 and although mm-hmm. health issues still bothered her from her experiences she was under the impression that the worst was behind her and she could now live somewhat normally but it seems obviously that's not meant to be it happened out of nowhere in one night as her as she and her husband were watching tv He suddenly got up to go to bed. really gross. He suddenly got up to go to bed without saying a word and proceeded to walk in a stiff, disjointed way back toward the
0: bedroom, which was. He's being like puppet master to go back to the bedroom, and it is so awful.
1: So obviously, this is really unusual behavior. So much scarier
0: than the ring lady going down the stairs. That is scary. Uh This guy doing that? Get out of here. So, obviously, as she's watching him, like, creepy walk his way back, she's like, uh, I feel like I'm being watched. I, I picture it, like, stop motion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so, so nasty.
1: Which, by Hate the it. way, I think they used a little bit of stop motion in *Trenta Moneras, and, like, and it uh. looks so cool. Like, I can't, I, I cannot tell you how much I love that show. Everybody, watch <laughs> it. It's on HBO. It's worth getting a trial for HBO just to watch it um anyway so laura being freaked out knowing that she's being watched watching her husband puppet master his way back into bedroom frantically (laughs) runs through the house (laughs) checking that all of the doors and windows were locked and in the meantime her husband continued to walk in his trance-like state lying down on the bed and falling into a deep slumber that she could not wake him from um and he couldn't even be moved and he seemed to be in a state which she describes as if he had been frozen in time so then she goes to check on her little guy Morgan and she found him to be in the same immobile state of basically suspended animation and she obviously now had no doubts that the entities had come for her once again which of course was it just all coincided with swirling of trees outside and bright piercing light that lit up their entire trailer and now the only sound was a low hum or drone coming from above and then she heard a sound within the trailer itself. They're in. Yeah, so in a panic she made sure the doors were locked, but obviously that means dick to guys that can dissolve you and put you outside. So <sighs> So then she has
0: this happen. <laughs> Erica. Tell me what happens. Okay. She says I chunked the front door. It was locked. So I turned around and was stopped in my tracks when I saw a very short being standing in my kitchen. Like, Hello. <laughs> I stared at it, trying to figure out what it was. i apparently walked right past it, which is also disgusting. This was something new I'd never seen before. Oh, God. It was shorter than my son, and I thought that was odd. It had a very round, basketball-sized head with tiny black eyes. I could see no other features, except that it was wearing a long-sleeved white robe that covered everything else. I could see no hands or feet. I thought, my God, he's shorter than my son. The damn thing replied telepathically, huh, yes, but we are very, very
2: old.
0: (laughs) Yucky, why are you holding your vowels? (laughs) It was creepy the way he dragged out the words and sarcastically said, huh, my mouth dropped. I was shocked. I'm thinking, what? Hundreds, thousands of years old? I rushed over to the window near the hall and stood there, just staring at him. Then I heard the front door jiggle.
2: No. Suddenly
0: it opened, and about four to five of the greys came floating into the room. What? Why are they floating? They're showing off now. Now she's got A-team. <sighs> and they were just like the other. <laughs> These aren't no shoes tabby tapping on the <laughs> floors. Oh, shit, quick. Make the slappy slappy sound. She's a baller, trust me. <laughs> she oh, that's the thing. They like they give the uh, the new abductees the the B team kids. The B team, they get kids. Maybe And now when she's an adult. They're like Got I gotta, I gotta sit on the adults. <laughs> uh, they were just like the others I'd seen as a kid. They all look like clones, but they have very different personalities. You could say the way they propel themselves is strange. They are floating above the floor a few inches. They are slowly pushing their arms and legs forward as if they're pushing through jello. Then they stop and their arms hang down at their sides. That's so <sighs> weird. One of them went in front of me and headed down the hall. So he just like passed her. And then she noticed that he moved right in front of her face. So he did like a horror movie thing where it's like, oh, that thing walked by. Bah it's there. And that's what he <laughs> that's did. A dick. Yeah, the light was flooding in the window from behind me, so I was staring into this large, ugly face. He was only four inches from me. (laughs) I noticed a strong, nasty smell. It was a combination of urine and sweet spices and vomit. What? Horrible. It made me want to throw up. Then he started playing mind games. He was trying to make me feel as if I was a worthless dog who should cower on the floor at his feet. I wanted to cry. But I thought I am not a dog I looked at him right in the eyes I suddenly realized that inside the huge slanted black eyes were very large pupils I could literally see that he had a darker centered pupil inside the blackness Aww. then I looked at his skin the light gray skin looked just like a rough cowhide <laughs> it was not smooth up close it looked like you sometimes see a cowhide that has been left with wavy odd lines all through it Then he flooded my mind with memories. It was every single abduction experience I'd ever had before. Mm -hmm. That's so rude. Then he told me they were all connected and all connected to them. I knew it already, but he made sure I knew. I knew there was no escaping, so I started praying in my mind, please, God, help me, Jesus. The gray replied, yes, we know God, too. Oh. That scared me even more. There was no help coming. They moved me outside the trailer, and I saw the light beaming down. I don't remember what happened. <sighs>
1: wow. Uh, okay. That's horrible. I don't like that
0: this one's condescending no, and it's forceful. he's crazy rude.
1: I hate him. I hate him. Uh, so when she woke up from this asshole's experience, she found a red spot with a scab just below her belly button, and when she pulled at it, it popped off and seemed to be, oh, this is per usual, awful. <laughs> disgusting. It seemed to be attached to a long, thin sheath of tissue that had been buried. buried oh, it's going to be barfed under her belly. It's awful. I,
0: it's awful. Disgusting. I not say no more.
1: It ended up being it's about awful. five inches long, much to her horror, and it seemed that something had been perhaps implanted within her. Okay, this just makes me think that she like mm. had a tapeworm attached to a scab, and it just makes me want to. I would rather that. I'm,
0: I don't. Alien tech implanted it's into an me. Alien tapeworm, dude. That's mm. perhaps more disgusting. that I can kill. No, that's disgusting. Oh, I hate it. I hate
1: it. <laughs> Okay, so she says She says it was as if something like a giant fat needle had been shoved deep into my belly and left a long hole. It didn't even bleed or anything. I wrapped it in a tissue and wanted to save it as proof. Then I went to wipe myself after peeing and could not believe what I mm-hmm, saw on the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. There was a large circle of thick, of a thick oily substance, but it was divided in half, like a half a circle of bright yellow and half a circle of bright amber, orange, thick oily liquid. It was as if the yeah. two could not mix. They were touching, but not mixing together. I must have sat there for 10 minutes in shock, not knowing what to do or think about this. I set the tissue aside with the intention of saving it, too. But then I couldn't figure out who to take it to or who I could even tell. So I just threw it all away and went to take care of my son. Yeah, like, who Who do you call in that kind know, of situation? It's
0: rough. I don't know. Leo Sprinkle. I mean, That's it. <laughs> now it would be easier. Yeah but probably but that was like in the 60s 70s 70s probably yeah that's that's a rougher time like you don't hop on the internet and you know
1: no yeah. oh. and if you tell anybody about that they're gonna be like weirdo
0: Mm-hmm. oh yeah so she can have her kid taken away from seriously. her seriously who knows
1: some she would tell the wrong person and that person would be like yeah so this Laura lady she cray yeah. so weird incidents obviously would continue to plague this poor woman and she ended up divorcing Lance and she was married again at the time Morgan was 5 years old and Laura had a new kid um, she had a daughter Rachel one evening as she was watching TV she said she heard a voice nurse said that wake up go to your son he needs you there was an urgency to it and a sense that something was deeply wrong so she rushed to her son's aid this is what she found there I couldn't believe what I saw. Morgan was lying in bed with his head and shoulders all the way up on his pillow. His blankets were neatly folded down, covering his body from the chest down as though he had been placed that way. He was covered in blood all over his face and neck. Blood was pouring out of his nose, and I could not wake him up. There was no blood on his pillow or blankets, just on him and his pajama shirt. I ran downstairs and pounded on my neighbor's door. I asked her to call an ambulance because I had no phone then this part gross that she's gonna say is I, the neighbor thing weird instead she followed me upstairs and acted very strange as i as i ran into the bathroom to get cold wet washcloths and towels she brought a dining chair from the kitchen and parked herself at the head of his bed and didn't do or say a damn thing
0: it's very rosemary's baby weirdness
1: yeah i was very fran- i was frantic and i was pissed off I, it was almost as if she was in a trance she eventually left after I asked her again to call for help. She
0: never did. How weird. That is so unsettling. You're frantic. You're, you're thinking, who knows what is happening, especially for her, who knows what's happening mm-hmm. to me and my kid right now. And then the help just, I'm just gonna sits down. Here. Just watching. And says nothing and then gets up and leaves.
1: She was totally puppet mastered. She eventually left after I asked her again to call for help. She never did. I finally got the bleeding stopped, but he didn't wake up until morning. He seemed fine that morning and wanted to go to school, but when he got home, I asked if he remembered anything about last night. He said he woke up and saw a, quote, skeleton man standing in his room, so he hid under Mm. his bed. But then he was taken out of the house along with our other neighbor's son, who was the same age, and I realized it was them, the greys, who took the boys. I was so angry. I looked toward the sky and thought, it's bad enough that you've taken me against my will all my life, but stay away from my children. I was so pissed. I took him to a local clinic, but they couldn't find anything in his nose or on x-ray that would cause
0: such severe bleeding. So scary. What do you... uh, That's when the children are forever handcuffed to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what was going on here? Was this another instance of entities haunting her and her family uh the activity kind of died down again and in the meantime laura would fall out with her husband and move to uh albany new york where she would live with a friend named jim who had tragically passed away some years later she then would meet another man steve who lived with them for 10 years and is the father of her third child ashley and She would go on to have a fourth child, Ricky, who would sadly develop cerebral palsy and he was bedroom ridden at home. I feel like anything bad that would happen to me if I were her, I'd be like, it's their fault? Yeah, yeah. you never know. Like does something you implant in me like cause yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. It would be so confusing. She still felt that the Greys were watching over her and occasionally had UFO sightings and suspected abductions. Her kids got married, they had kids, and she became a grandma. And yet, she would have one more strange experience. poor lady. I know. She said, I heard a strange humming as I was falling asleep. I was very tired, so I didn't think anything of it and never got up to look outside. Because now she's like, I don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. But last night, my daughter, Rachel, sent me a message to call her right away. She said my granddaughter, Claire, was the last one eating at the table last night, and she noticed a humming sound and saw a black ball hovering outside their house she told them about it and then my son-in-law said he'd seen it the night before he's like me he's been through so much he just keeps things to himself sometimes they said it was all black and round about four to six feet across it had no lights visible oh. they saw it hovering over the stump of a giant pine tree they'd just cut down which is only 25 feet from the window claire was sitting at so it's close and I also went over to the neighbor's yard behind that house and came back to their yard. I'm guessing it may have been outside my house two nights ago when I heard the humming, which was the same night Tim saw it. We lived two doors away from each other. Rachel said it reminded her of the much larger black ball that she and the kids saw facing off with a helicopter what? a year ago. It's... <laughs> okay. That's horrible. Mm, they said that one was about as big as the helicopter ew i told you guys about that event already also tim just told me that the night he saw it he was napping on the couch and woke up when the smallest of their three dogs was just straight up staring out the window and growling a low growl usually she barks loudly at everything so he turned to see what she was looking at and saw the black ball above the tree stump then it hovered very slowly towards him as soon as it got a few feet away from the window, it triggered the outside floodlights to come on. So we got a good look at it. But when their Shepherd Roddy mix came in the room, the thing took off fast. These sightings with the black metallic ball <gasps> happened in March 2020, a year ago. Oh. See, it pays to have animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, what is this? Abort, abort, abort. Oh <laughs> my god. So for right now, this is like the most caught up with her. Yeah, because yeah, it's only a oh year God, ago. God, uh, she's to this poor woman. I know she's now stay at home mother of four grown kids, and her fourth grandchild is uh, on its way. It's probably born now. And in all my interactions with her, I have found her to be a very level-headed, articulate individual who seems very convinced of what has happened to her over the course of her fascinating life. Um, so what is this? I, I believe this poor lady.
1: I believe her one hundred percent, and especially the fact that it's following her family. I'm really curious what her sister has to say. Your first sister's still experiencing stuff, or if her sister's like, no, they told us we're not supposed to talk about it, so I'm not talking about it. Like, if yeah, she took the rules possible. of Fight Club
0: really serious and just was like, I'm not talking about <laughs> it. I have no reason not to believe her. I think it's very telling that she hasn't talked about it a ton. Mhm. And you know like the author interview person says like they're very honored that she chose them to talk. Yeah. Like about it? I mean that's a lot of visits. And a lot of the things that happened to her are not like I saw a movie and this looks and sounds just like it. Like no. it was this late 60s 70s and yes, there obviously there were sci-fi movies then, but she was little also. And then the things that she describes, I've never... Like, not being in the tractor beam light from the UFO, but uh-huh. being to the side of it. That's a little weird. Yeah. Um, how they float them is weird. How they float is weird. That they have, like, resistance when they float themselves is a little odd. Yeah, there are just a lot of really
1: interesting details that I suppose... Uh, just to play devil's advocate, I mean, I of course, like, anybody can make up a story like this. But she's 62, Mm -hmm. she's got kids she's got grandkids like what does she have to gain from this at this point nothing especially since we've never really heard we literally have never heard from her you can google her and she doesn't really show up laura clark with an e at the end
0: of clark and what what why it's like they just picked her at random and like this is one of the people we're gonna study throughout her life
1: what do you think makes them
0: choose their victims I think I don't
1: want to be like she's she's nothing I don't want to be like she's not exceptional but I mean like what
0: what is yeah, she seems normal like just she normal a normal person normal person I think more people are taken than we realize and I think whatever it is they're looking for maybe it's genetic that if they find it then they stick with that person so I think sometimes people are like a one and done like abductee and then other times yeah and like yeah and like other times it's (laughs) yeah he doesn't fit the bill they don't even need to really test him too much um but (laughs) yeah poor poor carl higdon um but she was one of those people Mm -hmm. who had what they were looking for Mm -hmm. and i think maybe that's why they're looking into her grandkids because if it's genetic then they're gonna potentially find the same thing with them yeah I'm wondering what happened to her, uh, alien sister. That is just so weird. The thing that is also a little unnerving about that is if they did, like, alien clone her somehow. Mm-hmm. And then when they go and mess with her baby, it's like, are they trying to, like, help the clone alien have a kid also? Hmm. That's, like, where my my thoughts went. I don't know. It's a little... It's scary. That's kind of ew. God, and I just hate how they control people, like, the husband walking away and the neighbor, and they're just, like, on autopilot. hmm I really... The, the one thing that I don't like, as far as, like, what I, be, like, can find believable or mm-hmm. not... Is that the, like, foreboding character, the praying mantis? I don't like that it's a praying mantis. Yeah, where does that guy come from? That is, like, so... What are you doing here? Everything else I can, like, get and it, like, kind of has a, um, like, flow to it. Mm -hmm. That guy, it's like, you're the thing that's... If I'm having a dream and I'm analyzing it and there's you look for the thing that doesn't fit... That guy doesn't fit. What is he... Why does he look like a bug? Like, that's what I don't like. No Because bug. bugs here are not, I mean, some are obviously threatening, but that is, like, are they choosing to look like that? Is that something that just, bugs form differently on a different planet and they're, they look like it, but they have nothing else in common? Or do you
1: think they don't really have a form and they just pull something from your brain that scares you and they just kind Maybe? of appear as whatever?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why do some have robes on? some are uncomfortable with their bodies, Erica. Why do you have to make them? <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, the jerk one likes the robe then. <laughs> Seems right. Makes sense. Well. I. So glad I'm not her. <laughs> yeah, I really feel, I for feel horrible mm-hmm. for her and her family. Mm-hmm. But. Jesus Lord. Never.
1: Just tried searching for her again. And this is really the only record of her stories. And it's. I mean. I'm not surprised. Because if she's. Always felt like she can't share her stories,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: then she fucking wouldn't. And yeah, she's reaching the point where it's like, I need to. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, especially because it's attacking her family.
0: Yeah. And I feel like if she ever had taken the route where, like, I can't take this anymore, like, I'm, I'm, I want to take it out of here and tried to kill herself, I feel almost feel like the Greys wouldn't even let that happen.
1: Probably not.
0: I feel like she's fully trapped. She's part of their
1: plan, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Not that, obviously, suicide is a good option at all, but I just feel like even to that extreme level, like, she has... I feel like she... Ha- like, that would be what would happen. She
1: just doesn't have all the control over her existence.
0: Like, yeah. Like, I feel like she just totally is at their mercy mm-hmm. with everything. Oh, boy.
1: Well, um, okay. So, I know that we have a couple of guests that we're going to be interviewing soon. I'm not really sure when their episodes are coming out exactly, but uh, for the next episode that just you and I are covering, should we spin the wheel? We should spend the wheel. Okay. Spend the wheel. <laughs> are you ready? Play that did it
0: What, what it's funny because I just said that I wanted to do this one oh. the Nola Axe murderer. <laughs> oh boy. So, again, I don't know when
1: this episode is going to come out, but that's the next one that Erica and I are going to do together.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, we're gonna uh eat some king cake and we're oh, gonna drink granades and I want to be Jazz. <laughs> Because if we don't, we'll get murdered
1: with murder.
0: We'll have a jazzy intro. Mm. Squeeze, squee, doodly, pop, pop, do.
1: I think you should just sing the intro.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why would I play music when I have you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'll have to do trumpet behind my, my scatting.
1: <laughs> we'll figure something out.
0: Oh, yeah, we will.
1: All right. Well, that's... Uh, yeah, we have some exciting interviews coming up. <laughs> um, I don't want to ruin the surprise, so I'm not going to tell you. But uh, if you guys haven't... is this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Um, check out our most recent interviews. We've had some really fun ones. We've had Emma from Real Life Ghost Stories, Connor from Haunted Historian. We've got uh Patty, Patty Negri. Negri. Uh, she has been featured on the Ghost Bros at Ghost Adventure. Excuse me. <laughs> They're always going to be Ghost Bros. <laughs> uh, yeah. Join us next week for more surprises. Or
2: more you surprises. can join us
1: on Patreon where I really need to do another recount of how many episodes we actually have because I know that we've always said like, oh, more than 60. But I think we're got definitely there.
0: in the 70s. We're pushing um, the oh, 80s what, now. It no, it
1: I don't know how many we have. 200 yeah. But yeah, if you join us on Patreon uh, for as little as $2 a month, you can get a bunch of videos, a bunch of episodes. We're always releasing new episodes on there once a week. Um, yeah. Always a good time. Join mm-hmm. us there.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything further to add?
0: Uh, I hate aliens. <laughs> they suck. Oh, yeah. Erica hates aliens more than anything in the world get yeah. them out of here They're oh disgusting
1: i know something that i need to share if you have a spooky story um if you've been abducted by aliens if you have a ghost story a mm. sam Squatch story a wendigo story something spooky that's happened to you or even hopefully not true crime but if you know of a family member or something with a true crime story and you're willing to share it send us an email at nightgeistpod at gmail.com or you can DM us on
0: Instagram. Honestly, email is preferable, but, uh, you know, whatever floats your boat. Or you can get real fancy and uh, give us a call. Or text us.
1: Hey! (laughs) 707-200-3898 and that is an American number. Um, That's a Google number. We will not pick up the phone, so you are welcome to leave a voicemail. Or you could text that number if you feel like it. But yeah, if you want to share a story with us, we are going to be having a listener stories episode coming up. Uh, So yeah, we'd love to share your story. Um, We can keep it anonymous if you want. Happy to do that too. Or share your name and you know, if you've got a podcast or something that you want us to plug, we'll happily, happily do that too. Love it. uh, That's all I got really. Other than this poor Laura Laura lady had some shitty times. I hate,
2: hmm. I hate it. I like aliens. But these guys
1: sound like douchers. I wonder if anything's happened. I wonder if she has an Instagram. I look. For she her. definitely has a she Facebook. Is, She's <laughs> Loki. Hate it. Uh, well, guys, cool. Join us next week when we talk about something. I don't know which episode it's gonna be. It's a mystery. Mystery. Okay, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica.
0: All right. Bye. Hey, bye. <laughs>